back. Hello, it everybody. Is good to be back. <laughs> uh, I had COVID one week, and then I was on vacation in Acadia National Park one week, and then I came back, and I was still coughing due to COVID. I still have a little bit of a cough, uh, but we're here. We got to get this done. Uh, we, we were itching to be back. So apologies in advance for all the coughing. Why don't you take us away with these two topics that you tried to convince me? You tried to gaslight me into thinking that I wrote. I just, it says Chris 728 emulate steroids. It, it does That's say what that. it says. But if you click on so my name, that. it says that I just wrote the S. <laughs> I wrote the S at the end of steroids. That's some jailbroken beta shit that you're running on your phone. I am running the beta. It's not yeah, jailbroken. Exactly. So it's not... That's not accurate. Well, I don't know what they mean. That's fake news. <laughs> That's not how I take notes. You think the loss of air karma is something that I would write? I write shit like She-Hulk. Like, that's my topic. Rings of power. You write <laughs> the loss of air karma. Do you have any idea what either one is about? Let's start with, with steroids emulation. <laughs> Emulate steroids. Take, okay. us, take us there. You know about you know about emulators. I know about video game emulators and computer emulators. Do you want to quickly summarize for the listener what that is? Using software to emulate or mimic hardware so that you can have a hardware experience that is simulated through software. Like a video game emulator is like a virtual Super Nintendo that you could download onto your computer that lets you play Super Nintendo games uh, that are... I'm gonna get way too into the video game part of it, but uh, it's a it is a software Super Nintendo that uses your computer hardware to act like a Super Nintendo, so you could play Super Nintendo game files as if it were a Super Nintendo. That's what an emulator is. Okay. Same thing with like you could run uh, a Windows emulator onto a Mac to make your Mac hardware run Windows software. Okay. And uh, as far as emulators go, they're yeah. very customizable, correct? Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you could set the the frame rate speed. You could set the color of the screen. And like a Super Nintendo emulator, you could set the size of the pixels. You can mm -mm. Uh, choose like how fast, the, how much of your hardware you want it to have access to. Okay. What are your thoughts on performance enhancing drugs? I think <laughs> that for professional sports, it should be not only allowed, but mandatory. I think if I'm paying $300 to go to the TD arena to watch the Seattle Kraken get beat by the Boston Bruins, I want to see superheroes on ice. I want to see people slapping the puck so hard that it breaks through the plexiglass and kills two people. Jeez. I want I want people to rage out and break hockey sticks over their knees, which I think they can already do. I mean, sometimes. they already do that. Um, yeah, I want... I want dents in the ice uh, when when people do slap shots. Okay. 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 Well, that's a very uh, uh, nuanced take. I want I want to see how far we could push the human body. I want the Olympics. I want Royd Olympics. Royd I Olympics. <laughs> and I want Michael Phelps's records to just get crushed. Even though I think. No, he wasn't taking performance-enhancing drugs. He was just smoking a bunch of pot, which makes it even more impressive. Yeah. But Lance Armstrong was doing performance-enhancing drugs for every single time he won the Tour de France, which completely takes away how special he same, is. Completely. But at the same time, so were the top, like, 15 yeah, sure. writers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who placed. That's true. I think higher. I think it was, like, 20. Yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure you had to get to... 22 were they just not testing they just decided to no, do like they retroactive no, testing. no 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 they were testing they just they just didn't know how to catch them and then i think they just found a way huh. to catch them that's interesting but i like think retroactively too well, they by, like yeah. retroactively caught them did uh, they just so admit retro, ret so retroactively they keep samples and that's how icarus happened if mm. you haven't seen icarus i think on netflix uh basically they went back and retro uh they retroactively took back all of Russia's gold medals from a certain year because it turns out they were all doping. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, I asked that because I constantly see emulators for a lot of older games. Yeah. Right? Super Nintendo. Like, that's the first thing yeah. that came to my mind. Very cool. N64. Yeah. Of right? course. Very cool stuff. And it made me think, when you have an emulator that you customize to, let's say, speed run through something. Sure. 
it's not easier because of that, right? Because you still have to keep up with the adjusted experience. It's not just a simple, hey, the game is faster so I can speed run it easier. I mean, in theory, you can speed run it to have a higher overall speed, but the skill is still required to navigate on a faster mm. interface. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to say, do you think emulators are a form of performance enhancement <laughs> when it comes to claims such as I'm able to do the following or I accomplish the following within this video game because of stuff like that. I think I could turn this into a very short topic with one sentence. Okay. Yes, and emulators aren't around, are allowed on speedrun records. <laughs> you have to verify that you're using a Nintendo or a oh, Wii. Oh, so they're not allowed. So they're straight up just not allowed. <laughs> okay. You, you cannot use emulators. <laughs> so they are a performance enhancer. Oh, 100%. Okay. It just... It, uh, if you just took into like load times into effect, which is why, um, so here's something, uh, Minecraft speedruns are almost exclusively done in the Java version of the game, which is you could only play it on PC. People's the the uh, a more powerful computer will get you through the game faster because the load times when you go to the Nether and it has to load the Nether, mm -hmm. uh, your faster computer can load that faster, especially on a single player world, which is how you do speedruns. Uh, when you go to the end, it has to load. When you do all these things, it has to load. When you die and you respawn, it has to reload the world. So like a faster computer will just make that all happen faster. The way Minecraft speedruns are calculated are minus loading times all the times are calculated as if there were zero loading time. So when your game starts loading, they stop the clock. When it finishes loading, they resume the clock. Okay. Uh, and that's that's how emulators would work. So like when you're when you're playing Ocarina of Time on an N64 versus on a uh, like a computer emulator, the load times of when you're getting out of the Deku tree is going to be like non-existent because that's when the emulator goes, okay, use the 3090 Ti graphics card that he has to load the outside of the Deku tree. But other than that, it like runs the game at the same speed. But also there are other things like you could play Ocarina of Time in 4K 60 FPS, which just mm -hmm. makes you better at the game because like you could pick up more details and it's smoother True. and it's mm -mm. like just easier <clears throat> so yeah emulators aren't allowed uh and actually so there there are like sub conversations to be had here of when you do run the ocarina of time speed run um you have to notate whether you're running it on an n64 or whether you're running it on the wii like the virtual shop the eShop version of the game that you can download whether you're running it on the gamecube version they re-released ocarina of time on the gamecube okay um so you have to like notate what version because of they're the all game different version types. they're all very slightly different versions yeah most people do uh fun fact ocarina of time speedruns on the wii why they all count it's just it runs a little bit smoother or something like that um yeah i don't know it's interesting but there's uh, all sorts of different stuff like that okay um now do you based off of your your prior statement about performance enhancing drugs <laughs> i'm assuming you want you would prefer to see accomplishments done through emulators tweaked to the max yes and i watch them and they're fucking incredible <laughs> <laughs> there is oh what is the name of the computer oh i forget the name there is a there's a video game playing computer essentially that you can input like millisecond to the millisecond button inputs uh that can just make the computer perfect at playing the game uh there's a video game celeste do you know the game celeste? I know celeste where you could like run and jump and double jump and you could like bounce off of walls yes if you like bounce you could like skip yourself and you build up momentum somebody programmed this computer to have perfect jumps to constantly build up momentum through the level to a point where a human wouldn't be able to tell what's going on because you're moving so fast but because they could adjust it frame by frame by frame and get like down to the millisecond button inputs it is a perfect run of the game and uh there is a hilarious uh summer games done quick or all games done quick one of those speed running for charity events that they do every once in a while they'll have a robot come in and speed run it just because it's fun to watch um and the second they start the playthrough people in the audience just start cheering and laughing because <laughs> it is so fast like the best people in the world at this game they like zip through the level and this computer is just like buzzing through the level it's the screen just becomes blurry uh and it's it's hilarious and then they like explain how it's working and they're like 
if you skip on the corner of a wall you could continue to move up a wall but you don't lose any momentum and you actually gain momentum so that's how we're like specifically aiming for corners because the farther we could go without hitting a flat surface and we're only hitting corners the faster it goes so kind of yes it is really fun to watch in the fact of like I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to play the game like this. It's so crazy, inhuman fast. Let's throw some drugs into some athletes and turn them into the robots. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) As long as it's safe, you know? Like, I know a lot of those performance-enhancing drugs are not safe and uh, uh, can cause a lot of health issues. So, like, that we definitely super-duper need to work on. But I, I... Sure, like, let's bring back the XFL... The it ex- is back. Oh, sweet. You didn't <laughs> but, know that? But let him shoot up. <laughs> do, do whatever you want. Just let him go Let's make out. it the most intense football league ever. Mm. Um, it's back. I think the season starts this year. That's, uh, that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson is, is a co-owner of the XFL. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that, actually. Yeah, you're right. Which I think makes a lot of sense because he's spoken about the inspiration behind his involvement. And he said he's a failed NFLer. That's true. Yeah. He never made it. And yeah. he had football dreams. And he was saying... I went to the CFL and I couldn't like make it there. And he was saying my dreams were smashed. I didn't have an opportunity to develop or build. Yeah. And he said, I want there to be a place for people who were in my shoes who still want to give it a shot. Interesting. And can they make it if they just showcase their talents and they keep working hard to develop the skills that takes them to the next level. So I'm going to develop the XFL. I was never super clear on what the XFL was. I know the X stands for extreme, right? It's, well, back in the day, it was Vince McMahon owned, and it was th- because of that. <laughs> what if football plus wrestling? Yes, it <laughs> and was no that. rules. It was basically that. It yeah. was just what if we made it more violent and we made cheerleaders topless, and that's pretty much what it was. I did not know that. I mean, they weren't like actually topless, but I'm just saying it was very bombastic uh, <laughs> because of Vince McMahon's involvement, yeah. and because of that, people kind of looked at it as a joke uh, because of that, but. They're trying to make it a legitimate thing now. It's different. It's different than NFL. So the rules are, I don't know the rules by the book, but basically the rules are sped up play. Yeah. So it's way more offense. It's way more speed. Yeah. So you know how football games can get kind of slow at times. There's a lot of waiting and not a lot of watching a bunch of dudes just crouch over waiting for the whistle to go or something. Not not a lot of that here. Yeah. It's a lot of you have to move. You have to make plays. You have to be in constant motion. Cool. So it speeds up the pace, so it forces more action, so it's more entertaining. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what it is. I don't know how it's going to go. We'll see. I want a Top Gun Maverick football league. I want dual offense football. <laughs> uh, Maverick is, Top Gun Maverick's out to buy for 20 bucks right now. I saw it on Apple TV for 20 bucks. My dad bought it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I went over to their house. Uh, he was, and watching he was like, it. hey, I just, I just bought Top Gun Maverick. You want to watch again? And I was like, not really. <laughs> I've already seen it twice very recently in IMAX. Oh. I'm not ready to watch it on your 1080p yeah. screen now. Yeah, true. True. Oh, but it's so fucking good. Yeah. I almost bought it. I was just out of just pure. It'll be on sale sometime. It'll have a holiday sale. Get it in uh, November, December. I'll get it when it shows up in Costco with the Blu-ray with the download code. download. Yeah. 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 There you go. I'll be doing that. I'll be doing that. (sighs) Okay, cool. That's a really unique take that you have. About Um, uh, performance-enhancing drugs and emulators. I'm not against PEDs 100%, but I'm not for them 100% either. But there's definitely a definitive line of PEDs where it's a situation of, of... you want to see performance and talent combine on that level mm. to the enhancement of those things. But there's also a part of me that's thinking that's not purist because mm. it's not just all natural ability. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely, I, I agree with you there. So there's kind of some of that too, but I also would love to see older athletes still playing because they're on PEDs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine if all of a sudden LeBron James, who's entering his twilight years, <laughs> Is suddenly back in his prime. That would be amazing. He's in his prime for another five, six years. Let's yeah. go. Let's fucking go. I would love that shit. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. That'd be so fun. That would be, that'd be fun. Um, another thing about uh, emulators is uh, that I kind of thought you were going was like the legality of emulators. 
Because it's not strictly legal <laughs> to use emulators. They're in a very legal stuff? gray area. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's, it's like torrenting a movie. Like yeah, you can't just yeah. download a movie and watch it. But you can if you own the game. So, for example, when I was streaming on Twitch, I was going through all the Zelda games. Um, oh, man, I haven't thought about doing that in a while. That just made me nostalgic for when I used to stream all the Zelda games. I would stream all the Zelda games and... Uh, I would I was emulating all of them uh, up to the point where I stopped mm-hmm. and it's, it's like a lot of people emulate on Twitch but you have to make it very clear that you own the game so the way my camera was pointed you could see my face and all my Zelda games on the wall behind me so like, I remember it, that. Was, it was very clear I own this I could go grab it if needed but um but I was I was pretty small on Twitch, so it never became a problem. But it p- people can get in like kind of hairy situations. Like you need to like, oh, I'm emulating it. I did buy it. I bought a copy off of eBay. It's not here yet, but I do technically own it. It's on the way. Blah blah blah. And I don't really know why there's that like legal kind of gray area because you technically own that property. You own the property, so you can emulate it. Because you, it's yours to own. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I guess by like buying the physical game, you like have bought a license to play the game or something like that. Yeah. <sighs> laws. laws. I also think laws should just go right out the window. Oh, welcome to our libertarian uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm very libertarian when it comes to the Olympics. <laughs> fair enough fair enough i think it should be which country has access to the best drugs to the best trucks drugs oh drugs uh do weightlifters uh use performance enhancing drugs yes okay but it's like there's no real rules against that and like there, weightlifting uh, bodybuilding so there are weightlifting federations that are regulated and yeah. weightlifting federations that are not regulated uh so you can compete yeah. so you could be a weightlifting athlete yeah and depending on where you compete in, that determines if you if you get tested. Yeah. So you could be a professional weightlifter that does PEDs, Got but it. because you compete in uh, non-drug tested federations, yeah, it doesn't matter. Got it. But if you wanted to go to a drug tested federation, it would matter. Yes, one hundred percent. Westside Barbell, which is a very famous gym, weightlifting yeah. gym, uh, is famous for the probable accused PED usage yeah. of what they used because of their insane drive to just lift as much weight as possible. Yeah. <laughs> like at a certain point when you're like, I cannot put another pound on this bar and it's been months. It's like, well, let the, me introduce you to this syringe. Yeah, there was uh <laughs> there was there's a look it up on YouTube if you're listening. Just look up Vice uh Vice Westside Barbell and there's a short twenty minute uh series of it show of it and it's funny because they're interviewing one of the lifters and they ask him about the accusations about drug usage he goes if i don't care i don't care if you do the drugs or you don't do the drugs fucking come here and lift the weights if you can lift the weights lift the weights all i'll say is i don't compete in drug tested federations (laughs) (laughs) okay okay it's like there's really not much more you can say exactly (laughs) it was just okay (laughs) i'm not gonna say anything all i can say is that i'm avoiding these much more popular federations because of one reason Mm. that's all i'll say that's That's basically what it is that's funny yeah so yeah um yeah yeah yeah. so i know we haven't fully i know i'm i think i'm two episodes behind on she hulk and i think you're four all all episodes episodes behind behind on she hulk (laughs) i want to ask you though have you seen any of the social media talk about she hulk yeah okay all of it i am on the, the i'm pretty much i'm like off of social media like i haven't even like i'm not signed into the twitter app so okay. every time i even click on a twitter link it takes me to the twitter app has me sign in and i just go Ugh, no so you're not caught up so i'm like off off but on reddit i'm on the marvel Studios subreddit i'm on the disney plus subreddit i'm on the marvel tv subreddit or something like that so like i see all the posts and it's mostly people complaining about the people complaining about she hulk it's like ah, she twerked <laughs> and it's like everyone's like shut the fuck up <laughs> like nobody cares just watch it or don't um so i'm very aware with like the, the people who like it and the people who don't okay i wanted to get your opinion on stuff like she twerks <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you haven't seen that episode yet have you i think that was episode no three. i've seen three episodes okay yeah 
So the first one is when she second. Uh, I, Cap- I think Captain I just, America post credit scene. I just saw. Yeah, I just saw the second one. I just saw the second one where she has the new job. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the new client. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Episode two. So I just finished episode two. So I've seen that. I obviously know a lot of spoilers for the show um, because it's just it's unavoidable and like people aren't being like super careful about it. No. Like nobody's saying like, oh, that scene from this show, like it was like the Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or something. Uh, it's just like, ah, when Blonsky shows up, <laughs> it's like, OK, well, I guess he's in the show. He was in the trailer. But um, yeah, I mean, I get <laughs> before the show came out the trailers i wasn't super sold on the tone uh they did show like the fourth wall breaking that she does like talking to the camera in the trailers i'm like Ugh. all right whatever another deadpool type character um and then the the cgi looked horrible uh i know that was a very common fan complaint um yeah. nerd in an armchair yelling at the internet uh, yeah. but i was like yeah that that doesn't look too clean <laughs> um and apparently that hasn't really gotten better. It still looks pretty gnarly. But uh, but I think the the things most of the internet is complaining about is just having a strong female character. <laughs> like a confident, funny, body positive female character in a superhero show. And people are fucking throwing fits. <laughs> so that's funny to watch, I guess. Uh, I, I, it's also yeah. getting review bombed. Like everything these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about review bombing in this episode, which I think will gradually turn. This into, is a good transition. Like, yeah, what are you? What are your thoughts on it so far? I think it's a neat show. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I think it's entertaining. Yeah, I think she's, I think she's funny. I think people keep forgetting that this is taking place in a world post fucking snap. <laughs> yeah. Avengers, it's PFS, mutants, <laughs> uh, aliens. Yeah. This isn't foreign. Yeah. These are kind of things that everybody knows about. Yep. It's not weird anymore. Yeah. So it's much more casual, everyday acceptance of these things. Yeah. So kind of like America 2022. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of that that I think people are glossing over and they're thinking of it as, oh, this is an origin story. So it must go through the paces of all the origin stories that we're used to. Which I do not want. And it's just... No, it doesn't need to go through that at this point in time. Yeah. Because that's not what takes place at this point in time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't. So I don't think it's necessary. So I think a lot of the criticism... I saw a good argument of of somebody talking about all the complaints of the She-Hulk character and comparing it to all the other Avengers. Yeah. Of just the arrogance of Tony Stark, the uh the self-righteousness of Captain America and yeah. Steve Rogers, the uh the the et cetera, et cetera. Like this all, all of the traits of the main Avengers cast and they're saying they all have their faults. That's the point of this. Yeah. That's the point of these characters. They're not perfect. Yeah. They have problems. They have difficulties. They have growth they have to go through. Yep. That's what this is all about. It just, it goes back to your point of, oh, it's a strong female lead. So they're just bitching about this character. And I yeah. don't see it. You don't see the. I don't the see what they're bitching about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, because you're a healthy man. <laughs> I just, don't, I just, I just don't see what the complaints are. Yeah. I think she pulls it off very well with her personality. Yeah, I think she's, she's very confident and funny, which I like. Yeah, I think it's a. I think she's a good character. Cool. I don't, know. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch the world building. Uh, or I wouldn't say I'm excited to watch it. I'm like interested to watch it for the world building and like the new characters will add and like the new style. I keep seeing a lot of people who are like more or less praising the show are saying it's the most show show that Marvel has done so far. Like it feels like a TV show. Granted, besides like WandaVision, which was yeah, literally no, supposed yeah, to feel it, like it a feels TV like show. an actual it does feel like an actual show now that you say that. Yeah, it's like a serial like each episode is its own little story. Yeah. Um, which makes sense for this type of character. It feels like the most comic booky, um, or like each issue or each episode is like its own little self-contained story, but does kind of progress the overarching. The courtroom like, scene of episode one was very comic booky. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. 
I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to watch it. I still I wouldn't say I'm like excited for it because also like I think we've talked about like I'm definitely I'm getting that Marvel burnout the that fatigue. people the Marvel fatigue that people have been talking about. Don't for worry, a few years. buddy. We got a nice big hefty syringe of uh, Black Panther. That's on right. its way. That's right. Let's yeah, we we gonna be all right. <laughs> um, That's I'm, gonna be an injection of life into the MCU. I, uh, I an injection of like heart. Like I think it's been a while since I've cared about any of the Marvel stories. I think if anything, if I had to say in the storytelling aspect, that is the thing that's the most difficult thing to pick back up on because MCU for phases one through three, yeah, were so heavy on heart and. S- Phase four was the crescendo of it, especially mm. with Endgame. So much emotion. That's three. Phase so three. Much, I'm sorry, three. Yeah. All that heart was was oh, yeah. crescendo there. And then we we lost it. The only times we really have it has been with Spider-Man. Exactly. I was and that's why so. those movies hit so hard. Yes. Because those are the only movies that have that kind of level of heart to them. And everything else has kind of seemed, to your point, flimsy because it doesn't have the same emotional depth. Yeah. So... Black Panther's going to change the fuck out of that. Yep. <laughs> like, I do not care about Moon Knight, the character. I do not care about Kamala. Sorry. <laughs> I do not Moon Knight care didn't about- have heart, though. Moon Knight had trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moon Knight had 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 uh, drama and trauma. But now that we've grown to, like, know these characters and their, like, introduction, the next time Moon Knight shows up, I'll be like, hey, that's my boy. <laughs> like, mm. I hope nothing bad happens to him and stuff we like saw, that. We saw a good amount of heart from Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which also did. was why that movie was, oh, that was actually not that bad. Yeah, you because know, I had like that, like his friendship with Katie and like the father element, yep, the family it, element. Like, it gave us things that we could like attach to and yes. like draw a connection with and things like that. And I just, I think, I think if I could sum it up, that's what it is. Not only that, but like the speed and frequency and amount of content that's been coming out is overwhelming. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I saw a new statistic. One of them was uh, phase four has a longer runtime than phases one through three combined. Mm. So if you watched Iron Man all the way through to Spider-Man Far From Home and then watched everything in phase four, it would take you longer to just watch phase four. A new one based on the confirmed projects, just like titles, phase four, five, six has twice as many projects as phases one, two, and three in half the amount of time. (laughs) So that seems so it is like four times more dense. So who I don't know if this is to quickly build to something else or if it's just to pump out product for maintaining subscribers or what have you. It's definitely that because like if Andor wasn't right around the corner, I probably wouldn't be subscribed to Disney Plus right now. Uh, and then like She-Hulk is going on. So when we decide to sit down and watch that, I'll have, I'll be using my subscription for that. But like, I think Disney plus just surpassed Netflix and number of subscribers. I would be surprised because Netflix has no idea what the fuck they're doing. No, but recently. also, also this is something I, I realized when I saw that stat, you know, the big thing is Disney plus caters to kids, mm. which <laughs> means it caters to families. Oh yeah. Which means you have so much family content and child-friendly content in a child-safe environment. Yeah. It's an easy win for parents and families. You have your iPad to make your kids shut up, and you could choose one app to put on it to make your kids shut up. Are you going to choose Disney or Netflix? Yeah, Yeah, right? It's going to be Disney Plus. It's going to beat it every time. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, Not to mention you also get National Geographic on it and all these other... This is not sponsored or an ad, but just you get more more family-friendly bang for your buck with that app than you do Netflix. So I can see why they have the subscribers, but I I don't know if they're striking the iron while it's hot with the MCU or if they're trying to build to something specifically with the the roadmap of what they're doing. No, it's uh, Endgame happened. And since then, they've been saying, no, don't, don't, no, don't go, 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 don't watch it, no, She-Hulk, don't go, don't go, don't go. Yeah, and then the subscribers start to dip, and they're like, oh, the Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars. I think they will, I think they will have to get into a heart-filled character arc, character's arc soon. I think what they need to start doing is sowing the seeds of phase four, which they already have with Dr. Strange. Um, I forget who was telling me the multiverse you, but Dr. Strange, uh, the the multiverse of madness or whatever. Um, 
you needed to watch WandaVision to understand that movie. So, like, that's the first, like, the time where phase four mattered. <laughs> Not yeah. the time it just introduced something new. The content it's, mattered. The content mattered. You you now have needed to watch phase four to understand this other thing that was also in phase four. But that there's going to be more and more of that. There's going to be characters showing up in future movies and future shows that you needed to watch this last thing. There's going to, things are going to start crossing over. There's going to be another Avengers. Yeah. Eventually. You know that, right? We no. didn't talk about the phase five and six review. Our last episode, you <gasps> said we need to talk about the things that you don't know about phase four because you didn't pay attention. Oh, my God. I just said one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so um, phase four, phase five, phase six, they detailed some things in it. Let me actually just look it up because it's okay. a fucking lot. Okay. Uh, what, um, what event was that? Uh, Marvel... No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Stop. Okay. Uh, Marvel SDCC announcements. All of the Marvel uh, news coming out of the whatever. Um, number one, phase one through three was called the Infinity Saga. Yes. Remember that when I know. they named it that? Phase four, five, and six now officially has a title oh. for all three of them. Ooh. Do you want to guess what it is? I bet you probably could. Infinity Saga 2. <laughs> No, what's phase four mostly been about so far? Multiverse. The multiverse saga. Um, so uh, they showed a trailer for She-Hulk. Obviously, this is before it happened. Secret Invasion is the next show to come out uh, early next year. Uh, Nick Fury, Colby Smulders. Um, Ooh, I like Colby. It's going to be the uh, the crawl. Uh, so the oh the, nice. The, the, the so they're going to tie in the crawl with Marvel. And- yeah, so Secret Invasion. Um, Basically, the comic book story of that is the Krull have been in every aspect of our government for years. So the world has been run by the Krull, and we didn't know it for a very long time. So that's fun. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to be in February. That's going to be the next movie. That's going to be the first movie of Phase 5. So Phase 4 officially comes to an end with Black Panther. That is going to be the end of Phase 4, which has been a very short, dense phase. I was going to say, has it been short? Uh, timeline it has been short from WandaVision think back to when WandaVision came out that was the first thing in phase 4 WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier Loki, Black Widow Spider-Man, What If uh, What If, Doctor Strange uh, uh, Shang-Chi, Eternals She-Hulk She-Hulk, Moon Knight uh, what else <laughs> a ton of shit an insane amount of shit has come out yeah, yeah it's kind of overwhelming it's longer than phases one through three That's... combined. Well, it's because of all the fucking shows. The TV show runtime, yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which they Kicks showed. Off five? No, uh, is later in the year. Uh, they said May, May what, 5th, 2023. Phase, phase five. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I'm going in release order. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania kicks off uh, phase five. After Black Panther. After Black Panther okay. and Secret Invasion. Um, Secret Invasion of the show. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which is going to be, you talk about heart in Black Panther, Guardians oh, yeah. of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to drop kick us in the heart. <laughs> Who's directing that? James Gunn. The, uh. When they hired him back. Um, uh, Echo, which is the deaf character from Hawkeye. That's another show in Phase 4 we forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> so the deaf character from Hawkeye is getting her own show, uh, where Kingpin is going to be the villain. Who we okay. saw in Hawkeye. Uh, Loki, season two, next oh, year. Fuck. Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Blade? Blade. Blade. You saw Eternals, right? Yeah. He was in the post credit scene. We didn't see him. But when um, Jon Snow goes to touch that magical sword, and then you hear that guy, is like, you don't know what kind of shit you're fucking getting yourself into, or whatever he said. That was Patton Oswalt. That was the... No, no, no. That was the... That was Eternals. That was, there were two post-credit scenes in Eternals. One was Harry Styles and Patton Oswalt, and then one was um, Dane, whatever the Black Knight, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. Goes to touch the sword, and yeah. it like magnetically is like drawn to him or whatever. And then a voice off screen is like, "You don't know what you're getting yourself into," or something like that. That was Blade. Who's, was, pl- who's playing Blade? Do we know yet? Mahershala Ali. Okay, which you know him. Okay, he sounds familiar. Yeah, he's um, he was in Luke Cage. Uh, which is some canon Marvel show. So he's going to yeah. officially be playing two characters of the MCU. And he was in the Green Book, that movie. 
with uh, Viggo Mortensen. Yes. He okay. was, he's the black guy from okay. the, the Green Book. Incredible actor. Yes. Uh, Ironheart, who Ironheart. is uh, Riri Williams, uh, who is like, I think, I don't really know this is character, the but I think the character Ironheart? Ironheart, inspired by Iron Man, makes a mech suit out of iron and things like that. She's in the Black Panther trailer. She's the one who like hits the iron and like a little heart shape comes out of it. Um, she makes a mech suit. She, we're going to see her in November. <laughs> um, she's getting her own show. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, spinoff show of WandaVision, Ooh. which was originally called Agatha House of Harkness, but they changed it to Coven of Chaos. Is that supposed to take place chronologically after WandaVision? I believe so. So Probably going to be like flashbacks trapped. and things like that. Okay. She's trapped. She probably gets out, but there will be flashbacks. Winter 2023. This is all 2023 so far. Uh, you ready for this one? Uh, I hope so. The longest Disney Plus show so far, starring Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, Daredevil Born Again. They're bringing Daredevil back, baby. With, Why? With Charlie Cox. Why? They got more story to tell. Oh my gosh. So that'll okay. be fun. Um, you ready for this? Yes. Captain America 4, New World Order. Is that a movie? Yep. Oh god. Sam Wilson is Cap. Um, Thunderbolts. Which is they've been building up to. That's um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus from Seinfeld going around gathering all the yeah. bad guys to make like a bad guy Avengers. Um, Thunderbolt. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to be <laughs> Thunderbolts. Thunderbolt is humble. Uh, November 8th, 2024. Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, phase six of the Marvel Cinematic Universe kicks off in May 2025 with... Avengers the Kang Dynasty. Avengers 5. <laughs> uh, and they said, like, we're very excited to show two more movies that are going to start and end Phase 6. Uh, they're going to be one year apart, so it's basically Infinity War Endgame, but there's going to be things in between, I think. Uh, and then it said Avengers. <laughs> it said Kang Dynasty, which means, like, the guy at the end of Loki, he's going to be an Ant-Man and the Wasp, and he's obviously going to get worse and worse and worse until he's the big baddie for Avengers 5. That's the guy from The Heart of They Fall. Yes. Uh, and then wrapping up Phase 6, and they this is all we know about Phase 6, is uh, Fantastic Four... I think Fantastic Four ends Phase 5, but uh, the two Avengers movies. November 7th, 2025, Avengers Secret Wars, which is the one where Doctor Doom, uh, there's an incursion and two different universes come together. And Doctor Doom basically becomes like the god king of this like fucked up universe. Isn't he the strongest villain he, in yeah, the MCU? Yeah, he's like unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, rips Thanos' heart out of his body. <laughs> <laughs> like mid conversation um so yeah he becomes like the god king of this world and has all the heroes uh fight to the death and like whichever team wins okay you can have this universe and that is the one where like every single marvel hero showed up in the comic book so they're gonna do like the end game hold my beer <laughs> like people want them to bring back like fucked up shit like edward norton hulk even though he's been replaced by bruce banner bring back all the spider-man again bring back the eric bana hulk uh put in tom cruise as iron man uh bring back all the other fantastic four let's 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 Jessica get alba's back 12 fantastic four characters somehow uh chris evans plays yes <laughs> Bring back Captain America, but it's like a different version of Captain America. RDJ reprises his role as Tony Stark somehow. Like, that is the one where we hope that they pull out all the stops and just... Why don't they all just fight Doctor Doom? Because uh, he's like ultra power. I haven't read the comic book, and I don't really want to because I knew about the Infinity Gauntlet story, but I didn't really know, like, the beats for what happened. A, it would have spoiled some things, but B, it was so different from the comic book that, like, I didn't So they it. might not even do it the same way. They might not do it the same way, but, like, based on what they have done and what they have adapted, they're taking, like, the meat of it, which is fucking everybody is here. So it's going to be... It's going to make Avengers Endgame look like a, the first Avengers movie, where it's like, well, there's six of them in one movie. And then Endgame is like, there's 30 of them in one movie. This is going to be like, hey, we got all of Hollywood in one room. <laughs> and here you go. <laughs> not to like overhype it, but um, I'm going to laugh if it's completely not that at all. <laughs> but the thing I'm excited for is like, um, there's like huge Marvel characters 
that like we haven't really gotten a chance to see yet because of like copyrights and stuff like that. Yeah. Blade, Fantastic Four. And they did say, we still can't tell you about it. We have so much more to tell you and the months to come. And they said this back in July and then D23 is like right around the corner. Once legal approves it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, <coughs> they also don't want to blow their whole load at San Diego Comic-Con and then have nothing to show at the Disney convention. I'm... So they're saving some stuff. So they still haven't said about X-Men. But like they still got to tell. I've heard nothing about Spider-Man for the next three years. Uh, well, we do know we don't know the exact plans, but there is a new trilogy of there's, Spider-Man. There's going to be another trilogy of uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Well, technically, they have to kind of start now with start from scratch. They have to start with Green Goblin again. Maybe. Well, think about it. Like we're going to be getting a Spider-Man because the Spider-Man we had up until the last Spider-Man. Never dealt with any of the classic Spider-Man villains. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm so excited for. Yeah. It's basically yeah. starting Spider-Man's Spider-Man story like from scratch. Yeah. There's also still rumors that they could make now with how fucking bonkers we all went for specifically Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Uh, and Toby. Toby got a huge fucking... Toby was great. But like, I think Andrew stole the show out of the three of those. He had like the most emotional weight out of any of them. Like, I don't he think was, so. I think he was the funniest when he caught uh, MJ and like cried because he finally caught the girl who was falling. Um, people are like, oh my God, more Andrew Garfield. Like he's become such a better actor since the last Spider-Man movie. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 3. Like let's see him go back after No Way Home. And like, obviously he like already fought the rhino and where that cliffhanger ended and stuff like that. But then he like, he mentioned when he was talking to Tom Holland and Toby, like, oh, I got dark. I basically started killing people. (laughs) So like, let's see him go back and try to right those wrongs after having dealt with No Way Home. That would be super fucking cool. So maybe Amazing Spider-Man 3, still unconfirmed, but fairly heavily rumored. And then confirmed a new trilogy of Tom Holland Spider-Man, which I love the idea of them starting from scratch. Um, he has and to then, find MJ again and like go through that love story process. Yep. And they could do like, they could start off with some like goofy characters. He has um, to hide his identity all over again. Yep, exactly. And like nobody knows him. He's now like the broke post high school student spider-man who has no resources <laughs> like he has web shooters and a shitty apartment in new york <laughs> and that's it and no family um so like that's that's it spider-man's back <laughs> which is like <laughs> sad sad but there are so many memes of like marvel fans <laughs> when peter parker finally has no family no friends in a <laughs> shitty apartment and they're just like cheering yeah. like yeah <laughs> He's back. Um, yeah, they got to do. They got to do Scorpion, uh, mm-hmm. which they still haven't tied the bow on that. Um, they could do Craven the Hunter, although supposedly Craven's getting his own movie, and supposedly it's like almost done. So uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played Quicksilver in Avengers yeah. Two, he's going to be Craven the Hunter, who's like an Australian like person hunter he hunts big game animals and then decides to start hunting spider-man i wonder if they're ever gonna bring uh what what is the what's the name of that one miles yeah into the into the fold i think they could i mean which they were in the multiverse saga i don't see why they're not trying to do a live action version of dude imagine if cartoon miles morales spider-man shows up in secret wars (laughs) like just straight up cartoons (laughs) They did have uh, the bow god in Thor. Bow. <laughs> Love. So you never know. Yeah. They, they could get real wacky with There's it. There's also no other Thor movies you mentioned. Uh, not that that have been announced, but like they're still, they stressed like basically keep waiting for D23. We've got even more shit to tell you about. There's still, um, there's supposed to be a werewolf by night uh, Disney plus show coming out like for Halloween. They still haven't announced it. There's also no Morbius too. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> but he could show up in Secret Wars. <laughs> what if he does and he ends up killing Doctor Doctor Doom? Doom? And yes. that is the punchline. And he says it's Morbin time. <laughs> How mad would you be? Yeah, <laughs> Avengers Secret Morbs. <laughs> Morbs. I still want to see that. 
Nah, pass. I saw a couple scenes from it and I was like, holy shit, what a dog shit movie. <laughs> and I saw like the scenes YouTube wants me to see of like <laughs> this fight scene. And I was like, holy shit, it's Would so you- bad. <laughs> the, the end credit scene. Oh my God, it's worse. <laughs> Would you rather see Morbius or Uncharted? This was a thing I forgot to write down in my notes. Uncharted is on Netflix. The day we, uh, the it's on it's on Netflix. The day my fiance and I got back from Acadia, we watched Uncharted. Why on Netflix? Because Why? she's like, oh, did you see that Uncharted movie is on Netflix? I'm like, ugh, do you want to watch it? And she's like, kinda. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. All right, let's see what it's all about. <laughs> this will be good content for the podcast. How bad was it? I liked it. Oh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> It was not good. <laughs> okay. That's what you start with. Yeah, it was it was it was not a good movie. Okay, and, you start with that. But it was weirdly besides the now that I've seen it, confirmed horrible casting for Drake and Sully. So bad. Besides that, it was extremely true to the games. <laughs> like it felt like another installment in the Uncharted series. Like the characters were completely fucking whatever. Didn't make any sense at all. But um like they had like climbing and the parkour that like the Uncharted games were famous for like kind of elevating, like climbing up ruins and stuff like that. They didn't really do much climbing. They did some like swinging and like action sequences and stuff like that. But they did like straight up parkour, like the Casino Royale chase scene where they were doing parkour and jumping over the thing. There were scenes like that. They were pretty exciting. There was backstabbings. There was we're all thieves. So like no one can really trust each other. But like you and I are working together. But how long is this going to last? There was that element done really well. There are a couple twists and turns. Um, There was like the villain who is elevated to be the main villain. Like you have a person who spoilers for the fucking uncharted movie. Who cares? Uh, there was like a villain. And then there was like his henchman, his like right hand guy. And then like the right hand guy lady, but like became the main villain. And it's like, Ooh, okay. This is an uncharted movie. There were puzzles. There were like ancient relics that they needed to like figure out the mysteries of. There were like big, like, like made by pirates 400 years ago, levers that they had to pull and holes that they had to stick their arms into and stuff like that. And then the, I'm going to spoil the whole movie. The climax of the movie was fucking bonkers. Ridiculous. We could not stop laughing because it was so stupid. They were looking for these like ancient ships like Magellan who like sailed around the world. He like got lost or whatever is what history yep, says. But the like, oh, he didn't. He found the world's biggest treasure and just decided to hide in the Philippines or whatever. Uh, so like that's what they were searching for. This whole thing. Spoilers. They fucking find it, obviously. Uh, and they find these pirate ships that are like in this cove and they're just rotten to the core. The ships like wet, soggy, nasty, mossy, covered in vines, wood. So the bad guys to take all the gold they get some double propeller helicopters chinooks lower chinooks lower some nets fucking pick up the whole pirate ship and try to fly it away so drake and sully are on the ships with old rusty ass swords fighting the henchmen who decided to stay on the pirate ship while they're helicoptering it away and then there were two pirate ships so there were two like floating through the air and they're like firing cannons at each other it was like an airship battle it was fucking bonkers and so stupid and i can't believe it got greenlit by hollywood but i'm glad my eyes got to see it because it was so stupid which movie do you think you're gonna like more uncharted or black adam uncharted (laughs) you had such a serious moment of just blankness Mm. of computation and calculation black adam (laughs) black adam I won't be able to get over the disappointed I, disappointment I felt for having that trailer thrown at me. I forget what movie we we're watching, but like I said, it started with like definitely a ship from Black Panther, and then fucking Pierce Brosnan, Black Adam, <laughs> and I was so disappointed. <laughs> um, that movie just looks. It's another fucking Warner Brothers joint, or they don't know what they're doing. They're just making a generic... You just praise the experience of Uncharted. Who did that? Oh, Sony? Sony, yeah. PlayStation Studios. It was so stupid. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> and here you are saying that, and then it was fun. It shitting was like a, on Black Adam. It was a schlocky adventure movie, and they did, like, super hardcore set up a sequel, and they actually... It was so weird. This game 
took very heavily from Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 4. Like, it was the story of Uncharted 4, but with action sequences from Uncharted 3, like, famous, like, the, the cargo plane with all the stuff hanging out of the back of it. That's a level from Uncharted 3. Um, like, the highlight level from that game. And then the post credit scene sets up the story from Uncharted 1. <laughs> like, in Uncharted 1, they're looking for El Dorado, and there's, like, Nazis who went they to They should have just started it. with Uncharted 1. But then they would have just been telling the story of the games, and that would have been whatever. They should have started with a 35-year-old actor to play Drake, and then a 60-year-old actor to play Sully. But they went with fucking Spider-Man and Marky Mark. But, but I digress. Hey, kid, what you doing? <laughs> hey, you look a little young to be a bartender. <laughs> hey, you fucking look a little young to be 60. <laughs> hey. Drake, say hi to your brother for me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. I fucking hate casting. Yeah. I hate that casting so much. Oh my gosh. I heard I've heard so many different things of how that fucking train wreck happened. And apparently it was supposed to be Marky Mark was going to be Drake. That makes more sense. Which makes more sense that than makes Tom more sense. Holland. Yeah. I think he would have fit better as Drake. Then Tom Holland fit as Drake, and then he fit as Sully. So, like, that definitely was the way to go. And then apparently the movie just took so goddamn long. They should have just cast Nathan. Nathan the, Fillion. The, uh, yeah, Nathan yeah. Fillion. Yeah. I thought you meant Nathan Drake. I was no. like, the voice actor? <laughs> Nathan Who, Fillion. by the way, appeared in the movie. He had a yeah, cameo yeah, in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. We saw it. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was the cameo. And then my girlfriend didn't, and she watched it, and she was like, what the hell was that scene? <laughs> I was like, that was just a ham-fisted cameo that made no sense to the story. But um, it was so stupid. But the movie apparently just took so long, and then Spider-Man happened. And they're like, eh, we're going to bump you up to play the old sidekick. <laughs> and we're going to have Spider-Man play the kid. <laughs> he makes more money now. Yeah. Um, which is just... More eyeballs uh, on the young kid. Yeah. They honestly could have... I mean, besides the fact that he's kind of like like a kind of older he's like in his 50s now the voice actor and he's kind of like a, a stocky dude should have just had him and the voice actor who played sully play the two of them dude yeah just that would have worked like, hey go pull a chris pratt and get super fit yeah and then you can be in this Hollywood get makeup movie. and personal train for 10 months and you'll be fine uh, his voice is perfect and then like small like staying true to the games whatever whatever uh sully who's Nickname in the game is Victor Goddamn Sullivan because he says goddamn so much. Didn't say goddamn once. I said at the beginning of the movie when Marky Mark showed up, I was like, he needs to say goddamn. I know that's like an F word when it comes to Hollywood. Like it's higher tier than shit. Um, so they might not have the rights to say it, um, but he's got to say it. That's his character. It's his name, Victor Goddamn Sullivan. And he said damn a bunch of times. And then at the end, spoilers. Uh, in the post credit scene, he like grows out a mustache and he's like smoking a cigar and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So it's like, okay, now they made, they decided to make him look like his character. And I was like, oh, this is where he's going to say goddamn. And he makes a really stupid joke and doesn't say goddamn. And then the movie goes to black. I was like, that was so stupid. Six out of 10. I go everywhere with Miss Fluffies. That was the post credit scene. That's what it was. <laughs> when I was like, he's got to say goddamn. And uh, he was like, did you bring your cat? Yeah, I go everywhere with Dr. Sparkles or whatever is the stupid cat's name is. That cat, by the way, made no sense in the movie. It made about no. as much sense as it did in the trailer. It was just a punchline. Yep. It was, it was just, just I got you a cat. I don't want a cat later in the movie. I go everywhere with my cat. Yeah. Oh, he likes the cat. <laughs> oh. It might be minions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... There was some there was some good choreographed action scenes. There was a little bit of fun humor. It was kind of, it was a good adventure movie, which I haven't seen a good new adventure movie in a while. And um, it had the most insane finale of all time with the flying pirate ships, Fuck which this. I did the math on just how much gold there is. Uh, they said um, it's like six billion dollars worth of gold in today's money. So I looked up how much is six billion dollars worth of gold worth four hundred years ago, and it said this much. And then it was like this much gold or something like that. And I said, how much does this much gold weigh? Just the gold, not the pirate ships. Uh, and then it was like this amount of weight. And then I looked up how much does a frigate weigh or whatever, like that type of ship. And it told me the amount. How much can a Chinook helicopter lift? 26,000 like, pounds. Uh huh. 
I should not can lift 26,000 pounds. 26,000 pounds. So yeah. 13 tons. The ship alone is not a, even That's... 120 tons. <laughs> and the, the gold is like the gold is worth like 40 tons. So it's like the the Chinook wouldn't wiggle the ships, let alone fucking fly around and race around an island. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. It lifts 1% of the weight, if that. Um, so that was fun. Oh. oh. <laughs> they, they brought in the helicopters, uh, and she was like, why don't they just take the gold out on a boat before getting the helicopters? And I had seen the trailer, and I was like, oh, hon. They are not taking the gold. <laughs> they are taking the ships. <laughs> How do you lift the boats off the ground enough? Yeah. Well, wait. To get the, the wa- hooks underneath. Yeah, were they in the water? No. So were- how the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, take this jack stand and jack up this corner. We'll fit the ropes under. They literally... They the ropes like- that can handle... <laughs> <laughs> The ropes that can pick up like a ton or two. Yeah, no. <laughs> 120 tons. They brought down it was like a net, right? It was like a um like a lanyard strap, like a <laughs> like a roof rack strap. Uh it was like a net made out of that material, nylon, and they brought it down and then they just showed a guy hooking. <laughs> like yep, we and then we got it under the ship. And the, you don't need to worry about that part, but I hooked it. So that's how you can tell that it's all connected. Oh my god, it's so stupid. <laughs> And then literally they did the pirates swinging from one ship to the other ship while they were being carried by helicopter. Did it start doing the dun dun da da dun dun da da dun dun da da dun? Did they start doing that? It had that was the other thing about the movie. It had a very unique soundtrack that didn't remind me of the Uncharted soundtrack, which is iconic. It is iconic. Didn't remind me of that at all. They did play that song once, but it was when they had the cameo with the voice actor. They played the is uh, the guy that looks like him. Oh my god. <laughs> um Is the guy we should have cast but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they played they played that song once, but then like the the soundtrack had a very like trying to be Hans Zimmer, use a lot of electric guitar type of soundtrack that didn't really Mad ins- Max this shit. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh yeah, there was that pirate on the front of the pirate ship. <laughs> Honestly, if they were just like, nope, we're throwing out all logic. Let's just make the most entertaining shit ever. There's supposed to be another Mad Max movie. Furiosa. Yes. Yeah. The uh, uh, Imperator Furiosa spinoff. I'm very excited for that. Yes, I'm excited so for that. I just rewatched that the other day while I was uh, out on COVID. Question. Hi. We're nearing the end. Yeah. Will you watch The Harder They Fall? Yeah. Yes. I just need to do it. Will I watch Tenet? Yeah. <laughs> I just need to do it. I don't know if you would watch Tenet. I will watch Tenet. I don't I'm know if you will. I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. I've seen all of his films. I don't know if you will. Besides Tenet. I don't know if you will. Why? Because it's such an investment. Like, yeah. The Harder They Fall is just an entertaining, good modern Western. I'm way more likely to just randomly pop on The Harder They Fall. Yeah. Tenet is like... I need to like get my brain get ready, ready for the <laughs> yeah, yeah just, okay I'm in a I'm in a place I'm ready for this let's fucking go yeah uh, <laughs> so I I think I could see that do you think uh do you think you would watch the harder they fall alone or no uh I could probably convince uh girlfriend to watch it with me yeah yeah okay why do you want me to watch no. it alone just curious because. Cowboy movies are just westerns to me. They're this weird genre mm. where they are violent but classy. Yes. They are gory but but in a Hollywood sense. Yeah. They are brutal but in a showy way. Yeah, it's it's like Hollywood. They're very like Hollywood movies. Yeah. They used to make them in a sound stage out in the desert in Hollywood and it used to be all campy and it's like yeah. they they used to like make them to be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's not a thing that most people generally just enjoy. I love Westerns. That's why I want... So here's the thing. I I enjoyed it, and I think it's a fun movie, and I think it's a good movie, and Idris Elba is amazing in it. I just... Because you say that is why I want you to watch it, because I'm so curious. I've never seen a Western done like this. Okay. And that's why I want your take on it, because I wonder if if you think it's going to be good or not. Homework for me and our listeners. Watch The Heart of They Fall before next episode. I think it's still on Netflix. I'll find a way to watch it. 
But that'll be the topic for our next episode. Going camping this weekend. Going to watch it some weekday night before our next episode. And we will do that next Thursday. The harder they fall, it's still there. Sweet. And okay. And uh, okay. In that case, we back, baby. We back. We Feels back. good to be back. Bye. Bye. and did very high damage yeah 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 oh 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 testing the cough oh oh baby oh baby let's let's see how that sounds